0: You're listening
1: to... Whoa! Potluck. Potluck. And you're listening to The Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and the creative life from an Asian American perspective. Last year at the Water Tower in the middle of Iowa Hockey, kick the can with the neighborhood kids Up the road now, cornflower beauty Swallowed by prairie ocean, coast to coastal Cemetery and churchyard, solemn Dead grass, summer that year Wrestling Oh, hello there. Howdy. Welcome to episode 126 of the Cloudcast. Uh, my name is Marvin Yeh.
0: My name is Minja Chang.
1: And you're joining us on Monday, June the 26th 2017 currently minji is physically in new york but thanks to the magic of uh recording on thursday minji is here in los angeles still uh, right before her her flight out to new york you're going for a wedding right yeah wedding season already i've already been to like three weddings this year
0: i've been to this may be my second one this year Mm. wait yes (laughs) i don't know i don't know which way is up right now so anyway no um Guess who's getting married? It's Kat Chung.
1: Former New York collaboration director, Kat Chung. Yes,
0: I met her when I first started collaboration back in 2000. I started in 2009. I met her early 2010. Awesome. She was the, the reigning collaboration New York director. Mm. And now she's getting married.
1: Congratulations to Kat. And um, say hello to everyone in New York while you're there. You're also going to be there for uh, our friend Will Choice Asian AF show. Yes. The New York edition.
0: Yes. I'm going to be missing KCon. Some of our friends um, are running KCon New York. So that's been uh, mayhem, according to Do you to even know Instagram. any like,
1: current K pop people? I've
0: known names. My I live with my cousin, and she's a, she's a very big fan. <laughs> Um and yeah you know just enough names come through the interweb somehow so I feel like I I have a general that's true idea
1: it's just Minji and myself this week um and it's the end of the month so I mean it's about time for another Marvin Minji update this
0: was Destiny's way of being like we're gonna bring it back
1: <laughs> um so today's the first time I saw Minji in like a week yeah and it will be the only time I see Minji until next next week. week. You've been traveling. You weren't. You were home for party without me. No comment.
0: (laughs) She's gone. Um, Where the heck was I last week?
1: Uh, You were in the bay.
0: Yeah, but I went on Sunday. But we were working from home, and I was sick and blah blah
1: blah. Yeah, last last week you were out of commission, and then you went to the bay because we all know the best way to fight a cold or sickness is to travel a lot.
0: Get on a plane. Yeah. (laughs) Where oh. Because I had... Okay, yeah. Now it's all coming. My life is coming back to me. No, I went up to the bay for Father's Day. And yeah, it was good. I was really happy. Great. Yeah. I made my dad happy. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) It's... I've Well, it's just funny, Marv, because we we talk about this all the time with parents and all that stuff. And it's a common theme here. But, you know, it's different when you... As you get older.
1: Yeah. As you get older, our parents get older and
0: i don't like it man like it's it's, it's cool because my dad's evolving he's changing so much as a person
1: That's cool. as an
0: older man but it's also just like stop aging
1: i gave my dad a call for father's day because i had to call him um saturday evening because he's in asia he was like yo what's up i'm in japan with your mom right now because they just go to japan on weekends in asia my bad you
0: know? i just felt like coming over to tokyo whatever <laughs> i was like thanks MBD.
1: sending me pictures
0: Nice with emojis. But that's your mom.
1: My mom sends emojis. My dad also sends emojis. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> my dad doesn't
0: text that much. <laughs> Speaking of which, I need to nag him today. I'm trying to like be a supportive daughter. And uh I it's it's the transition time where you become the parent. Mm. I don't know if that's how it is for you, is it?
1: No, not yet. Okay. I mean my parents aren't living with me yet, so.
0: I'm well, my parents are not living with me and I nor do I think that they will. We've already actually started discussing this. We're like no. Well, they'll live with your brother, of course. No, they don't want. They don't want that either. It's just a different time where they want the support and they want to be near us, but they do not want to live
1: with. But us. you're trying to get them to move down to uh, Southern California. Yeah, right? so that's
0: my long term plan. I mm. keep saying it out loud because it's gonna happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're trying to. It's just like like crux. I don't know if I, anybody else out there, if y'all listening, email us, let me know. Um, but it's it's an interesting time where. Uh, you know, they're relying on us youngsters who know certain newfangled ways of how to... Are they? They are. I, my parents, I, I'm trying to work that in. Like, I don't think it's... They're not resisting as much. That's good. They're not asking for it, per se, but they're also not resisting it as much. <laughs> so I think there's a some level of compromise where they're like, oh, they do know things.
1: Well, also, like, this this, um, stereotype of old people not knowing how technology works doesn't really apply as much to this generation of old people. Because these are, like, our parents are the the generation that grew up learning computers, how to use computers for work, right? So, um, I mean, my mom can watch dramas all by herself on her iPad.
0: Oh, of course. But like like banking, online banking, right? Like That's I wa- My dad
1: does not trust online banks. Exactly. Yeah. So like
0: there's that and my mom's just like, what? And I'm like, you can do finger, you know, but she doesn't have an iPhone. <laughs> so like I'm trying to make her life more convenient. But in, also, in doing I that. I used
1: Android Pay for my dad once he got mad at me. <laughs>
0: see, like sometimes we have to accept like our newfangled ways do not make their lives better. hmm um, so I'm still just trying to be helpful where I can and then just accept more like, no, it's easier the long, the it's long always, way.
1: It's always weird when it's like, oh, I can't Venmo you because you don't know what that is. and yep. You don't trust it. No, you no. cannot.
0: So oh, well. we'll have to do a good old fashioned way with cash in an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom knows how to access my bank account. And she's like, what's that?
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. My parents don't have any access to my bank account.
0: But my mom goes to the bank. So I'm trying to say like you can do this.
1: That's true. Without
0: getting in <laughs> your car.
1: Um well at least you can see your parents on the weekends. I have to like fly to Asia to see mine.
0: You can FaceTime with them. <laughs> we can all Skype each other. That's but true. I feel like we don't. Anyways, reminder. <laughs> my parents are getting old just to, and okay, so just want to the interesting thing that I was talking to a couple of friends of mine um while i was there it's just the way that the conversations have changed and like i'm i feel like i'm i don't know if it's like i'm feeling urgency but i'm asking my parents a lot more questions lately That's good. So i feel like i'm getting to know them better.
1: I mean that's part of just talking to them more. And well, part of them seeing you as an adult instead of someone to boss around. True. Even though i'm pretty sure they still boss
0: you around. No, i well Marvin I am myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been bossing people around <laughs> since I was yay high. I, with my dad, I was always—I don't want to say mouthing off, but I was very opinionated. Let mind you, I did have a lot of like getting—not the smackdown. It was not like you know <laughs> destroyed. But like, you know, my
1: parenting, let's just call it. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: my dad and I like bumped heads. We were not best buddies. We Mm. were in a way that I was like a daddy's girl in a very special way, but he's a very stubborn, conservative Asian man. And so feelings are what? You know? And he loved me very, very much, but we would fight a lot. Yeah. So that being the foundation of our relationship, I think we both enter any conversation, whether it's like intended to be positive or just you're ready you're always ready to fight. Mm. you're like i'm ready to for you to shut me down and then when he didn't it would like throw me off and I'd be like are you sick do you have <laughs> <cancer>? <laughs> don't you do be sick Aww. are you okay <laughs> you're scaring me well so, those are those things are those are the things that are changing though we still we never blow up fight but we still get like
1: yeah i mean it, families you know they push your buttons
0: yes There's special brand of awful <laughs> <laughs> but awesome yeah yeah
1: well happy summer it's officially summer now last time we talked it was the day before summer um yeah, for summer. remember how i summer. predicted that carly ray Jepson would release a track to challenge for summer jam 2017
0: i don't know why you brought her up she just like, released a
1: track today so but why i am are you, like
0: where'd carly like ray Jepsen come from she's been you think, so I irrelevant think summer
1: jam you think no
0: well i do not emotion
1: think, was a great album
0: i think of bruno mars and justin timberlake that's who i think of <laughs> and like Katy perry though i must say i do not like her latest song i
1: think mm. it's redonk well it's been quite a june and we'll talk more about just our reflections over the month at after the break, but before we get there, let's just get into our roundtable about what's on our mind. <laughs> our roundtable of, of two uh, pop culture in America, um, and I'll start it off. And um, what's on my mind? Something that um, I like. The moment I saw it, I sent it to my girlfriend because she hates man buns. Have you seen the new Kendalls?
0: No, They're I heard about them on the radio. A
1: like a plethora of like new a Ken buffet doll, of Kens. Of, different shades and flavors and the one that's taken the internet by storm is this really really terrible looking guy in like jorts and
0: yes. <laughs> a giant
1: man bun. does he
0: have a man dad bod as well
1: no they all have ken bods so. okay but so style. this one has a as a has a has a man bun Can't and help it it's sad that like ken dolls don't have the real hair that barbie dolls do <laughs> Because I used to want snip it.
0: That's so rude. Let the man man have his bun, but no cargo shorts. (laughs)
1: Hey, what about jorts? This guy's wearing jorts.
0: You know What? do you
1: wait okay so jorts are okay but cargo shorts aren't
0: no i would say cargo shorts are
1: like a slightly above jorts at this point
0: okay i'm not saying i'm a fan of them but i also like i'm not physically assaulted by all these things i just don't care like wear your thing doesn't mean i'm gonna be attracted to you (laughs) (laughs) to each their own and every pot has a lid there's a lid for every pot i don't know do you um i wore jorts once upon a time
1: Well, I mean, aren't Daisy Dukes technically jorts?
0: Yeah. Okay, see, that's where I feel like I'm getting older now, like for real. Because I used to wear like super short shorts and I still own them, but I don't feel comfortable wearing them anymore. There's something about it where I'm like, this is really unnecessary. I don't (laughs) need to like, these need to be about two, three inches longer.
1: Wow. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I've grown. You've become
1: an adult.
0: I don't, but what is that? adult. But what is that? Let's like, (laughs) why? Because... What is it about like showing like have your butt hanging out of your shorts, which I've worked (laughs) on. Thank you very much. And like I've (laughs) like uh, I maybe I don't know. Like I, I don't know how to whatever styles change. Kendall's change. We all change.
1: I mean, I think it's part of getting older that you start being more judgy. I don't know.
0: But then I feel like the definitions of what's sexy changes, too. It's true. You know, like. I look at, I love the little, there's, I don't know if you've noticed, Marv, but there's like a style of like having a little bit of bare midriff, but it's like the center of your tummy.
1: I feel like that. That's
0: been around for a while.
1: Wasn't that like, wasn't that the style when we were in high school? No. no? Uh, I mean the like the. The crop tops. Yeah. Like, or the yeah, wrap, Like. But
0: like, it, there's no belly button. So oh. I feel like we're even going back to like the 50s or something where like they were, if they, you had like a two-piece bathing suit, it'd be really high-waisted. No. Oh. So it's a very like. I think it's a very like lovely sliver of skin. But like that's sexy to me. Not like your butt hanging out or <laughs> you know, like your boobs. It's it's more like it's more it's it's like more mysterious. I don't know how to put it. But anyways, I that's why I love fashion. So I say, you know what? Times are gonna keep changing. Eventually some little kid's gonna pick up a, a two thousand seventeen Ken doll and be like, I don't understand what's happening here.
1: <laughs> what is this thing on his head? What
0: is this thing on his head? Like, would you ever wear bell bottoms?
1: No. But I'm kind of a square when it comes to fashion.
0: What do you mean square? I kind of just, you know, I just... You don't care about fashion. Yeah. I've nagged you incessantly about... I've been like your, the Leslie nope of like, let me take you shopping.
1: I mean, my girlfriend takes me shopping sometimes.
0: When did that... When's the last time you, she took you shopping?
1: Like a couple months ago.
0: Nice. Good job, Christine. I got your back.
1: Um, But, I mean, I've started... You know, I've worn slimmer jeans now. You know? <laughs> it's
0: the beginning of the end. That's you guys.
1: my adult fashion <laughs> change. It's
0: not even an adult. It's twenty seventeen. Like welcome to, to now. But people are trying to bring back like jinkos and I saw it a couple times. Recently. Really? There's people who will always try to
1: Something about the the Man bun Ken doll like got me thinking like what was like what's the craziest thing you've ever done with your hair?
0: I've done nothing crazy with my hair. My mm. hair is the most boring. I think my style in general is very boring. <laughs> the euphemism would be classic, mm. but I'm very, like, I don't wear a lot of patterns. I don't wear a lot of color. I'm like super, super basic. I'm so boring. Maybe it's to make up for the fact, like I've noticed people who are like my really, really fashionable friends, the ones that are like super daring in their outfits, they like wear their heart on their clothes They're really quiet. They're really introverted, so they they're like very bold in their look and their makeup, whatever their hair, but like they're not as loud as say me. Oh, so I feel like it's a balancing act. We all have our different ways of expressing ourselves.
1: I mean, everyone expresses themselves differently. When back when we were back when I was wearing you know suits all the time, I I would wear fancy socks. Yeah, you know,
0: I honestly feel bad, kind of bad for men's fashion. Like you guys don't have as many options it's cute because like everyone gets really detailed like oh a pocket square (laughs) you know and that's cute but like women have a lot more variety but then spend a lot more money on fashion (laughs) that's true yeah but it's fun style is fun yeah anyways bet you you're gonna have a man bun for the year's over no i dare you should we make a bet
1: no i can't because i feel like we should make a
0: bet where if if i do grow
1: one i will be single okay guaranteed (laughs)
0: But Christine, it'd be so funny. No. But it would be so funny. <laughs> I want to make like a really big bet with you. No. We should do like a fitness challenge. Like if whoever doesn't, whoever fails more in like a thirty day period. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. I don't do this often. I don't know why I'm so inspired.
1: Can we like, do it like after summer, so it's not so hot?
0: No. Now is the perfect time. You're gonna have rock that summer bod. It's too late. No, it's not. (laughs) You missed the boat. No. It's
1: time to prepare for Summer Bot 2018. This
0: is, you guys, do you see what I have to deal with? I guess shut down every freaking (laughs) which way.
1: What's on your mind, Mindy? Please
0: pity me. Um, What's on my mind? Uh, Sad things. I keep being the Debbie Downer. I've been thinking about Philando Castile, Mm. and I can't stop thinking about it and it ties in and i'm not trying to take somebody else's issue and make it my own um i've just kind of been thinking about intersectionality i guess i'm thinking about where empathy compassion and shared experiences really like how they blend or cross paths yeah um and it just sucks like i don't know i feel so this is like a common thing we keep bringing up, but like this, is just the honest truth. I feel so like discouraged by life sometimes. Not all the time. Okay, I, I'm very fortunate. I feel like I'm around a lot of awesome people, right? So it's not like I'm like wallowing in 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 you know depression. But
1: but there's a lot of like shitty stuff happening, right? All and around, I don't want to be know?
0: ignorant to it.
1: Yeah, and it's it sucks because we have the benefit of being like able to take it in and process things and we can see like how things happen, where things went wrong, what perceptions and what assumptions must have or sh- would have been made for these events to happen. And you take a look at that and it, it, it all points to the fact that like, yeah, people assume people are more or less dangerous based on the color of their skin. Yeah. People assume that, you know, uh, people are more or less dangerous based on, like, stereotypes and preconceived notions. Right. Like, the whole... Um, I was reading how um, the officer justified um, characterizing um, Castile as dangerous because he smelled pot. You know? And things like that where it's like, that doesn't really make sense. Mm-hmm. But then you can see someone, like, using that as justification because pot... Like, it's the whole, like... Um, not to, like... Not, not that it's, like, any, any way comparable, but, like, that one K-pop dude who, like, pretty much is like screwed for...
0: Because he smoked pot. Because he smoked
1: pot once. And that's
0: the weird... Again, like when I... Things that I would talk about very freely about just in my culture, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, this came up with my mom on Tuesday because I was telling her I'm filming my little pilot... Not pilot, my little trailer for a web series that I want to write. And it's something that I want to... It's a story of a young woman coming of age, Asian-American. You know, I'm totally reaching here. It's her name, like... I don't know. Whatever. Minjun.
1: Um, I'm trying. To, I'm
0: trying to like tell my mother about something I'm really passionate and excited about. She's dreadfully uncomfortable, which kills me. She was she really like turned, kind of it put a cloud on our conversation. I was really happy.
1: Is it because? Did you tell her that it's based on your? Because it's your based life?
0: on me, and I was um. like, "Oh, things that I've gone through with you and Dad, and da da, da 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 And again, I'm not making it completely autobiographical. I'm telling her like it's inspired by these things, and I want to tell this story about what it's like to be Asian American female millennial in 2017. Mm-hmm. That's it, like, and that's a story that doesn't get told that often. And I'm excited about it. And then she gets really down, and she's saying to me like she does not and gosh, I feel even bad like saying this on a podcast, but I want again. I feel a lot of like a, a tremendous amount of uh, catharsis, therapy, um, connection, and 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 to some degree, depending on what we're talking about, a lot of joy to like share my thoughts because it creates a connection with other people. Right? Mm-hmm. She's like, why are you sharing all these like personal things with everybody? That's and then she she's cerebral, like she's aware. She's like, my culture doesn't do that. Like this scares me. that doesn't makes me ha- It doesn't make me happy. And I'm like, Ugh.
1: is she afraid of? people's reaction to you or is she afraid that it. you might make her look bad?
0: All of it. That's such a driving force of Korean culture for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for better or worse. I don't think all of it's wrong per se but it's I'm calling it out. Everybody's very shame driven which you know drives a lot of people to success and comparing and trying to feel in some way superior um, because they make more money or went to a better school or drive a better car or wear better brands. Or have a better nose, or whatever that is. That's that's my culture, and I have a lot of problems with that. Um, As well as like I'm proud of certain aspects, like very hardworking. But then I also like, well, why? So anyway, it's just like all of it, right? And the original topic being like people have a hard time. We're like having a hard. We're like I feel like we're just in the middle of like having to reconcile with ourselves, right?
1: Ourselves as. Individuals, like what we believe, like what, what our morality and what our internal like um, values say about who we are and what we... Is that the right way? Yeah. Like, I like
0: individual, yeah. like
1: how, like who we are as individuals, who we are as a society and like how do we find, not even find, how do we like protect our soul, right?
0: It's, I just feel like... I I feel like I jumped really far with the whole parental shame thing. But I think it comes back to like how I see this divide um, where it's I guess it's a self preservation thing. It's a survival thing, but kind of feeling like sometimes a lot of Asian people feel protected because they've been blessed or cursed with this model minority thing. Mm -hmm. And so we're not we're not victim to the same types of injustices. Right. I'm not saying that we're without bullshit that we have to deal with. Right. Yeah. Um, we get ching chonged that and like the whole world collectively ridicules Asian people a lot, um, which drives me nuts. and foot. But <laughs> um, in, in the same way, we don't fear for our lives the, in the same way. Yeah. That black people do. Um,
1: like we get pulled over and we're worried about our insurance premiums going up
0: exactly Right. Exactly. not like our lives exactly and I think those are the stories that are coming up right now because a lot of people who and I'm not saying that all um, Asian people not at all like a lot of the people uh, that, that we know and that are around and vocal it's amazing there's so many people who have empathy and solidarity and, and compassion but there's also a lot of people who don't they, they kind of um, you know remove themselves from needing to care and i get it because we only have like so many things that we can care about on a day-to-day basis yeah but this is like it's it it really does ripple effect impact all of our sense of safety and like just feeling like we're part of human humanity
1: yeah it, it's there's more barriers it makes you it, there's this there's this profound feeling of sadness that this has become almost routine like almost expected
0: i can't imagine mm-hmm. having if i had a kid male or female trans whatever yeah and having to sit down with them and tell them like i have a little brother like i'm getting choked up now like i i can't imagine having to have that talk about just because you look the way that you do and see i would have to you know who knows i probably have to, like you're asian so fyi yeah. you're gonna get whatever same thing but like look you you gotta and I'd be fearing for their life yeah you know
1: and I mean we're not we're not we're not that far removed from that actually being the case right like, World War Two was only like less than a century ago
0: I mean it's just again we kind of all bear different yeah. things but like specifically in the Philando Castile it's just the ultimate irony the story of this guy who's like so committed to his community and so full of life and and it's just like all of it. It's just it's it's really sad, and it's also again just like pissing me off. And um, I listened to a really great podcast on Code Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, it was they're just kind of dissecting it, and they did a really phenomenal job bringing different voices into it, kind of looking at everything from a political stamp, like a legal standpoint. Yeah, why these um, policemen are or women are acquitted. And what people are telling or not telling the juries, what they're being shown, what they're not, what they're up against, what they have to do to convict somebody—all of it is just really fascinating. And so I'm just—I'm—I'm I'm sharing this because this is what's on my mind. Um, I'm wondering what other people's thoughts are, and if—if if people are uh, investigating it or are trying to understand it, because it's just sad. It's—it's it's infuriating. And and uh, I wonder because
1: I don't talk to my parents about these things. Mm-hmm. A because they're like. They live in a different continent. right? Uh, So when we we do see each other, it's not like they're in the day-to-day, like, you know, current events of America. Um, But, like, I wonder if people are, like, because I know families who have been almost, not torn apart, but there's real conflict over different, differing views on these different events. Right. You know?
0: Well, it's hard to sometimes even talk in the first place. Mm. I actually talked to my mom because we were in that vein. I was trying, I was being extra annoying. Well, I was trying to be considerate, <laughs> but I was trying to- I was persistent. And um, even though we had this talk about me making my web series and her not being comfortable with it, I was trying to reassure her. I was like, "Mom, I'm coming from a good place of intention. I just want to be like a, I want to be a storyteller because you watch so much TV and movies and dramas and stuff because." it's entertaining and it's because you feel some like connection with these characters and you get invested in it. You walk away. Yeah. Maybe learning a thing or two. That's all I want to do. You know, um, just share my story and see how it impacts people. Cause love TV film cause it gives me all sorts of awesome things and scares the crap out of me yeah, and pisses me off. But You've it's been reading kinda... the handmaid's tale. The, yeah. The, the feel
1: good story. I'm like so
0: ready to watch the show. Um, <laughs> But we were talking about this and I shared with her the other Code Switch episode that I listened to which mm. was about the, the Lola thing. Yeah. I was talking to her about like how that story is like an, an example of something that's very complicated and very cultural and very complex but very, and very deep mm-hmm. and very emotional. But it's like are those stories supposed to... Now, I'm not saying we have to share them but is there benefit in suppressing them and acting like they never happened or is there some benefit that comes out of revealing it talking about it acknowledging it facing it whatever um and she kind of i think that started to get some wheels turning
1: yeah i mean it's definitely it's it's shitty it's terrible that these things keep happening but it is fortunate these days there are more and more like even like maybe five years ago we wouldn't hear about half of these incidents right you know so i mean we talked about this before um that you know because of social media because of the advancements in mobile phone camera technology that more things are being captured and because of that there's more evidence now now there's dash cam footage body cam footage you know whether or not that's reliable that's a whole other topic but there are more ways to keep people accountable whether or not that's effective right um remains to be seen i guess because um like a lot of the analysis of the castile case has um shown it's in the end it comes down to technicalities and how to interpret right laws and perceptions right right Right. right? right, right.
0: yeah but like on a social level
1: mm-hmm.
0: there is it's absolutely going to create a ripple effect and then we'll see what that outcome is but what i listened mm-hmm. to just on the the podcast because it was it was a direct reaction to the verdict right of not guilty and um one of philando castile's friends um just it's super heartbreaking but he's like you know considering running for city council yeah and not to turn this all into like a episode of parks (laughs) and Rec but like that's real man like yeah so i'm saying like i i'm saying this with with every ounce of hope that i can i don't bring this up to bum everybody out it's like it's a reckoning for all of us right like you choose your thing of like what you're gonna get riled up about and some things really aren't just gonna impact you i'm not asking things to i'm not trying to like take my rage and put it in you it's it's to express my rage so that we can kind of like acknowledge the, the ridiculousness how it really does impact all of us and i'm I, I'm putting this out in the universe because i I'm imploring humanity <laughs> all of us myself included because I'm super lazy about you know this because I'm always asking was like Marvin what does this mean why are we what are we voting on what is why um all of us need to kind of like if we're so if if in any way you're impacted by something let it be a conduit a catalyst to to getting the outcome you do want, right? So mm-hmm. if it's a matter of, like, there's a lot of issues with the legal system, the, the quote-unquote justice system, <laughs> then let's figure that out. And that that includes people stepping up and really... And, like, I've been around a lot of people that I've watched do that. And some of them were not, like, super eager about it either, but they felt compelled to. Yeah. You know, they're like, all right, no one's stepping up. I'm going to step up. So it's kind of like that call to action for all of us to, like, kind of... Like what's pissing you off? And the thing is why we exist is because this collective issue that we have with Asian American representation, right? It's why we're on this freaking podcast Mm -hmm. 18 years after PK made this show. And it's kind of this reckoning, kind of coming back to the roots of, you know, are we just going to complain about problems or we're going to do something about them? Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't necessarily think complaints have to stop. And I get really mad with, um, I've just had these conversations about (laughs) white privilege and like, God, I could go on for days. I'm just like, when when a white person tells you stop complaining and do something about it, I say that sometimes, but I'm like, I can say that and you can't. Because <laughs> I'm like, don't tell me. I'm going to complain and I'm going to do something about it. Yeah, Because we need to wake up to what the problem is. So I don't say stop complaining. I'm like, if you can't complain, also do something about it. Yeah. Okay. Rest in mm-hmm. peace, Philando Castillo
1: and uh yeah let's take a quick break
0: i'm always there
1: <laughs> and uh we'll come we'll come back and talk uh, hugs
0: for everybody talk more about what's been going on yeah All
1: right. hey everyone it's marvin um just wanted to remind everyone that the Collabcast is a official program of collaboration a nonprofit organization supporting asian americans in the arts and entertainment Discovering, developing, showcasing, and connecting the creative talents of the Asian American community in North America and beyond. Um, You can find out more about Collaboration, our programs, how to get involved, as well as our other digital media offerings by going to our website at www.collaboration.org. A quick reminder about some upcoming events. It is summer, which means that the Collaboration Star season is well underway. We have a bunch of shows coming up in the month of July for you. Uh, First up, it's Collaboration Chicago taking place at the famous Shubas Tavern on Saturday, July the 8th. Next up is Collaboration San Francisco, taking place at Impact Hub Oakland. That takes place on the following Saturday, um, July 15th, 2017. And finally, Collaboration Los Angeles is taking place on Saturday, July 29th at the East West Players Theater in the downtown LA Little Tokyo neighborhood. If any of these shows are local to you, please check them out and support your local Asian American and up and coming talent. For more information on how to buy tickets, check out your local team's Facebook page um, by searching Collaboration Chicago, San Francisco, or Los Angeles um, on Facebook. And one last thing, the Collabcast is a part of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a collective of Asian-American podcasts and podcasters featuring unique stories from the Asian-American community. Each week, I like to highlight a fellow show from the network. And this week, I wanted to give a shout out to They Call Us Bruce, um, a podcast by our friends Phil Yu of Angry Asian Man fame and noted writer and journalist Jeff Yang. Each week, they have an unfiltered conversation about Asian American culture and current events. And this week, they had a very special guest, um, Simon Tam from the rock band The Slants, who just won a Supreme Court decision um, regarding their name and trademark. For those of you listening on to this episode, uh, Minji and myself do give our hot takes on the Supreme Court decision with the slants. But for more context from the people directly involved with the case, please check out this week's episode of The Collis Bruce. It's a really great listen, and you might learn a little bit about Supreme Court law as well. You can find The Us Bruce as well as the other great programs of the Potluck Collective by going to the website podcastpotluck.com. And that'll do it for this break. Uh, Thanks again for listening to The Collabcast, and let's get you back to the show. And welcome back to the CollabCast. It's episode 126. It's Marvin Yue.
0: And Minji Chang.
1: And, uh... Yeah, it's just us this week, so let's just... Let's catch up on the news that has been going on this month. And we just talked about the Philando Castile verdict um, in the last segment. And it's... I wish I could say that was the only crappy thing that happened. (laughs) But I really can't... Um, I'll just go ahead and let's like there was there was another like the biggest thing that kind of rocked our community and, and and our friends this this month was the um, the murder of Nabra Hassan in in, um, in Virginia where I, I used to like I used to live up there and um, and it, it comes almost thirty five years to the day that Vincent Chin was murdered in Detroit right,
0: right.
1: with a baseball bat you know and
0: and she was beaten to death with a baseball bat
1: yeah. <sighs> And how the reaction that's been really just there is the the report that her memorial in Dupont Circle was set on fire by by people like what There's is a lot of really
0: what is happening God this is okay yeah I mean let's just go because like. Y'all, I'm I'm a very positive person, and I I love love, and I love my friends, and I love family, and I, but sometimes people just piss me the fuck off. I get I uh, and I'm not even setting like a good example. I'm the executive director of collaboration, just saying how much I hate people, but it's real, okay? Like I'm I'm just saying, in light of that, how do you this- how do you keep walking around? But then that's also a thing. Like, we can't also fall victim to, like, you're inundated with all this bad news and then believe that everybody's like that because they're yeah. not. Yeah.
1: But it, I, I think it's just, it's really sad to think that someone did that and thought they were right to do that. Right. Right. I,
0: there's a lot of things.
1: There's a like, lot of just, like, like, there's just, I don't know. I, it, it it It's hard to go about, like, reading the news, seeing what's going on and not feel like something's, something's really broken right now right and it's something that we all need to come together and figure it out there's only so much we can do individually right and there's just this this whole idea of like there are like sides now and like both sides are kind of in it to win it you know like i win and you lose yeah whereas like the like as a society as like a democratic society it should be we all win we might not get everything we want but we all win right yeah i don't know it's just there's just there's this
0: i could say so many things (laughs) people think i'm really weird but i don't care okay so i'm really big i'm very like big hippie okay Mm -hmm. i'm a very uh
1: uh, peace and love and not necessarily
0: i'm really big on spirituality on duality on balance okay um on uh on spirits and vibes and like I do want peace and love but I think kind of unfortunately they go hand in hand with a lot of say a lot of hippie people say like the contrast yeah Um, kind of what are you gonna it's kind of the, the saying of like it's not about uh, the it's about dealing with the cards that you're dealt like sometimes you can't you like it's not about controlling the environment it's like how you respond to it
1: yeah there are a lot of things you can't control right there's a lot of things that, you know, will happen because of power or circumstance or just plain luck. Right. Right.
0: Well, see, I don't really believe in luck. I think everything <laughs> there's energy Chance. that see again, hippie me is coming out. But I believe there's energy that flows, right? And sometimes when things really get out of whack, it's it's the world trying to write itself. So mm-hmm. ironically, my positive spin, I'm gonna PR spin all this this stuff that we're experiencing. I think it's it's um, again, kind of the we're, we're coming face to face with like our the darkest part of ourselves. There's a reason why these things had festered and now come to the surface. Now they're they have a level of power that's impacting the entire world right now. Right. So in light of that, what do we? Again, I always come back to what are we going to do about it? It's because I'm a cardinal sign, you guys. Because I'm a Cancer. <laughs> um, you know so i I, i'm not trying to look everything gloom and doom but i have a big thing like i want to see it for what it is i want to be able to like look at this thing that i'm fearful over that's hurtful or painful and just like see it for what it is but also with the and it's hard but like have compassion and hope so that we can move past it and that's the part that's really hard so i'm just like Acknowledging that, like I'm not some like I'm 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 a hippie, but I'm not a freaking saint, and I'm not a monk, and I'm not the Dalai Lama.
1: And it's hard because, like, even structurally, the the cards are stacked against. I, I, even, hesitate, I even hesitate to say us because again, that's picking sides. But it's like, it what really do you mean by feel,
0: us, though? What are you referring to? What qualifications?
1: Like minority, minority slash progressive slash you mm-hmm. know.
0: people who think that the world
1: (laughs) people who think that multiculturalism is a good thing people who think that there is benefit to having representation and people um, being people of different backgrounds coexisting together like people who think that people who come from different backgrounds and coexisting is is what America is about
0: Mm -hmm.
1: as opposed to people coming here and assimilating to what we think America's about. Right. 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 And I don't know, it's You
0: and your concern ways.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In essence, that's basically the battle we're having right now.
0: I'm trying to right. learn more about the opposition quote unquote, right? And yeah. calling even calling it the opposition is I just it's just a different uh, It's title. coming from a place it, Yeah, it
1: feels like it comes from a place of fear. Fear of um losing the majority, right? Because that's kind of what, that's what the data suggests, right? By like, what, 2024, or 20, by 2040, like, the country will be majority minority. There won't be right. a majority culture right. or majority ethnic background. Mm-hmm. Culturally, I mean, we'll have some form of American culture, which is like, I mean, to me, that America is what I grew up in, the San Diego of like, Southern California. Like, this right. is, you know... Um, of like that's not the case everywhere of course right. but i mean some form of that because the um the promise of america is that we bring people together from different backgrounds and the best of each culture gets to shine right right the best of like
0: in an ideal yeah situation and that's where i think it's a really and this is what i again because going back to like what we we're first talking about like spending time with my parents i am recognizing how starkly different we are mm. right yeah and it's
1: and it's it is sad like i mean to them if my it must feel like they're losing parts of their culture exactly because their kids aren't 100 percent korean 100 percent in Chinese, their mind in their something.
0: mind right like i'm way more comfortable talking about drug sex and rock and roll and whatever right <laughs> like and politics and whatever religion and yeah. i question all those things and i'm open to a lot of things that like they they still would never dream of having a conversation between mother and daughter about sex life. Like I don't talk to my mom about that, but like in, in I grew up watching TV where in some shows, like there's always some white chick and her mom, like talking about, Oh, he's so hot and did it. I'm like, in what universe would I ever have that conversation with my mother? I think both of us would have a stroke and just die. (laughs) But like, you know, that's the, the culture differentiation. So, I feel like having that conversation with my mom made me feel guilty that I'm like shunning everything she believes in, which I know I'm, no, I'm like not we're
1: ashamed of like, yeah, like yeah. I'm going
0: to dissociate myself from all these beliefs that you have, right? Mm-hmm. Like your religion, your everything. I don't agree with that. I don't feel like practicing that b- benefits my life. And I feel like in a way, and because I've grew up in a Confucian household, the culture, like, I feel like I'm kind of dishonoring her a little bit. Um, which I know intellectually I'm not, but like, that's, come on, we're humans. Like we, we go with our heart when we care about something, it's going to impact us. So I don't know. I don't know what the direction of the future is on my good days. I'm very like, you know, young people, it's all about, yeah. you know, we're more accepting and we're less homophobic and we're, you know, And
1: maybe that's what like the quote unquote opposition is afraid of too, is losing what they know, like their. American culture to this new American culture that's right. like forming. Yeah. Right. Maybe the, no, the uh, maybe the um, working class white people they're just all Asian parents losing to, losing their culture with their that's kids. That's a great you know? analogy.
0: That really resonates <laughs> with me. They're all the old Asian parents who are like but we're losing everything. It's like Asian parents who like wa- my parents want me to marry a Korean guy. That would yeah. be their ultimate happiness. I could be miserable, but they're like, we have a Korean son-in-law and we have Korean grandchildren. That's their their own form of racial supremacy. (laughs) I don't know, trying to keep the race pure. I don't know. But like,
1: times are Just like when there's an idea, when there's that idea of like superiority, like racial superiority over another race. Yeah. I think that's something that, I guess, yeah, we can kind of see in the older generation of immigrants that we know because they, we bring that from our homelands,
0: you know? Right. Well, I think there's a difference between preservation of culture and preservation of, um, like, uh, tradition and, and, uh, what's the word? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, you're trying to preserve a culture. This is your way of life. And this is a way that we do tea ceremonies. This is the way we do new years and all that stuff. That's there's something ceremonial and things. It's really, really beautiful. And yeah, the idea of that all kind of disintegrating does really make me sad. Yeah. But at the same time, I guess it's about intention, maybe, like if you're approaching it of at the end of the day, things are going to happen the way that they happen, but if you're approaching it a, a place of superiority so that you can have dominance over another Or a anybody, feeling of
1: dominance, a feeling of a
0: feeling of superiority, of, yeah. that's I think that's where it gets problematic with me personally. Mm-hmm. If it's just like, you know, I've dated I had my last boyfriend was Korean, and then there's certain things that were super easy because we just knew yeah he knew the ways of my parents because that's <laughs> how his parents are, but there's still other fundamental things that where we bumped heads a lot, so there's nothing definitive saying like oh, you're gonna it's gonna be better or worse if you're with somebody who grew up the exact same way as you There's plenty of people who have relationships and friendships and whatever people that are completely different, and a lot of times that helps kind of round you out a lot, yeah it's kind of like help you grow where you didn't have certain things. so who's to say? Um, there's merit in both sides, but I think the fact that everyone's using it as ammunition to like,
1: yeah. Just and even on that, I know destroy people who, one another. like, I know people who don't want to date like a white dude or a white person because they don't want to be explaining themselves all the time. And some people who like love, ex- love showing off their culture to other people. Well,
0: there's also and people who like date outside their race to like prove a point, which sucks. Like you want <laughs> it to be because you're actually attracted and like that person. Yeah. Y'all. So we still haven't had our dating conversation. Like That could go into a whole other thing. Um,
1: we should bring in um, our friend that works at Tinder. That might be yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah, we should. Juliet. <laughs> yes, Juliet Chen. We're calling you out. I want not you come in here? We talked about that when I was in New York last year. Nice. Um, that's what I'm writing my series on. <laughs> Literally based off of a Tinder story, this guys. It's Minji's Tinder project. Not entirely. <laughs> it was inspired by it.
1: Um, let's see what else happened. Oh, the um, the Supreme Court decision on the Slants case came down. Um, did you hear about that?
0: I did hear about it peripherally. Okay, you know so, more about
1: it. Background: it, This has been going on for a few years, now, I think eight years, um, since the initial ruling, and it went all all the way up to, to the Supreme Court. Um, so there's a Bay Area, I think it's a Bay Area band, no Portland. They're a Portland based band called the Slants, mm-hmm. and they had tried to register their name, and their their um. And like, their application nah. was shot down by the U.S. Patent Office because of the... Um, I forgot the, what the rule was called. It starts with L. But basically, it's the disparagement clause that says that any term that can be used to disparage or to offend like any culture or any people cannot be used commercially. Okay. Right. So um, they fought it, uh, saying that this slants is... Their band name It's part of their... They're not using it's not used to disparage, it's being used to like take back because they're not using it as a way to make fun of people, they're using it as like identification. Um, but the, the bottom line is they they fought it, that
0: uh, is their they, right, they fought
1: the ruling, which is their yeah, right, and it went right. all the way up to the Supreme Court. Um, they argued about it, I think, earlier this year, and then the, um, the Supreme Court just um, released their statement. and um, and it was a unanimous decision. Um, all eight justices, besides um, Neil Gorsuch, who um, recused himself because he wasn't there to hear the arguments, mm-hmm. um, saying that yeah, the disparagement law has been found to be unconstitutional because it limits free speech. Oh. and that's the basics of it. Um, so yeah, it's, um, so they were able, so they're now they're able to file for their file for their name and get it trademarked. And uh, it's been it's been seen as this big win for. Um, for free speech, um, and there's, a, there's there's been a lot of talk about what this means, right? Because people see this, and they immediately think about, well, what about the Redskins? What about the Washington Redskins? Because this gives the Washington Redskins a legal avenue to trademark and to defend their pretty racist um, mascot name, right? Right.
0: Well, I think what my response to that is is just, you know it got to the highest court in our land. And if there's no legal justification to, you know, get rid of this word, then it really comes down to the people. Then it's like, then it's the social issue. Then it's like, do people support that? I will tell you currently as of June 26th, 2017, (laughs) I would not appreciate being called slants in any sort of fashion. Um I don't imagine I don't foresee becoming a fan of being called or referred to slanted anything in the near foreseeable future yeah. or ever. So I will not, you know, I don't know their music but it's all it's just like let the people speak. Like let I don't know.
1: Yeah. I and mean,
0: and things change, you know. There are things that were like ads about women what like 20 years ago, not even that long ago that are not socially acceptable now, right? I don't know. Things will yeah. things will kind of, I just, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> that's my that's my take on it. What
1: yeah. Um, I don't know. I, for me, it was, especially if you follow or if you read up um, on these things, um, we did a lot of Supreme Court cases for my writing class in college. So <laughs> I guess that's where this, like this train of thought comes from. But like taking what was said for the ruling and seeing how that applies to other cases, right? So that, that's why people are like bringing up the Redskins because this has been... Because they actually um, applauded the decision which kind of like... It's like, oh, Kind of leaves a bad taste. Um, but to me... I'm
0: making a stink face because you can't see me right now.
1: <laughs> um, but to me, I, I, I think I, could, I agree with you that it's not like... The Supreme Court has pretty much stated that government doesn't have the power to dictate what you want to call your business commercially yeah right i think that's the basics of what this ruling says yeah um but at the same time that doesn't that doesn't give you immunity from it's like it's like free speech in general you have exactly, the right to what say you, saying. Things, you can say
0: whatever you want but that doesn't but, mean you're not going to get
1: yeah it doesn't like, repercussions. let you off the hook of what you're saying <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if what you're saying is terrible or racist or um can be seen that way and to me yeah like there's this there's this economic principle, right? Like, let the free market sort it out. Like, if, you're, if your restaurant has a racist name, I'm probably not going to eat there. You know? You
0: know? Um, no, thank you.
1: Even if your food is no rated five stars on Yelp, I probably wouldn't There's want to. There's so many to, yeah. other
0: five-star restaurants. Do <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. To me, it's like, sure, this means that you can't sue the Washington Redskins to change their name. But that doesn't mean you have to stop shaming them for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? And it doesn't mean that people are going to want to walk around wearing your merch.
1: <laughs> oh, people like Redskins. We know some hardcore Redskins fans, though. Like, yeah. But again, for, yeah. time will tell. Yeah. Um, because while
0: that's happening, the rest of the world is still happening.
1: That's true. So. It's At some point, tradition is not a good enough excuse for bigotry and racism and just like anachronistic terms there's this um guy i think he does sports radio but he was reporting on the story of the slants um scotus victory and he was using like oh this is like these are a bunch of oriental americans and i guess this is like a good victory for oriental americans (laughs) basically um like he had no idea that oriental was a derogatory term, and he was—he's mm. like this old white dude, like sports. My mom still dude.
0: says it every once in a while. I'm like, mom, stop.
1: Yeah, like my dad does sometimes too, and it's, I think it's just—it's one of those things where maybe all we need to solve to solve a lot of like our society's problems is just for the old people to you know fade into obscurity, <laughs> You're like, die
0: off, guys. I don't know. Like that's again the the better worse the beauty of this this country. Is free speech. You're you're allowed to say what you want. You're gonna get, you know, pushed back if there is some. There usually is from some corner of the universe. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I don't wanna start walking around preaching everybody. I'm just like being very clear about where I stand. Yeah. What can you do? I mean That's how I felt about the guy. Again, I always go back to the thing when I first move to LA and the old Chinese man getting made fun of by the street performers. They yeah. had every right to do that, that's their show. But I also had the right to tell him to f off. <laughs> yeah, Or. It was on Father's Day too. Oh my God, that was three <laughs> years ago, Marvin.
1: It's been three years since you moved to LA. Yeah, happy LA LA anniversary. Mind
0: you, okay, and caveat because this is my other hippie side. I really believe that there's a lot of aggression and a lot of um, just like domineering, f- like vibes going on. And we've kind of indulged in letting ourselves vent about that. We've been venting, and that's fine. But I love you guys. I just want to let you know. I really, like, (laughs) anybody who's listened this far, um, thank you for letting us get the negativity off our chest. We still need to talk about it. Yeah. But I'm really, actually, like, today, despite the things that we've been talking about, I am actually very full of love and gratitude. Because... I'm reminded in very small ways and regularly that despite all these terrible things that are happening, like, there's a lot of really good around, too. And I'm going to let that be fuel to, like, I'm going to defend and protect that. Yeah, You know, we we work hard to create a peace of mind and and solidarity with one another. I don't want to let one news article, you know, or, like, just come in and, and obliterate that. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to approach this... With intention of I'm going to keep my eyes open, but I'm not going to let it destroy everything that we work so hard to, like, keep to maintain peace and happiness. Because we can't. Like, I just like (laughs) I feel like a protective mother. Like, no, you like we work hard to, like, create community. And I know that to you that might not mean anything, but that's some to uh, some of us. That's all we got. Right to feel like we have some connection to somebody who who commiserates with us and supports us, and yeah, I'm gonna protect that. I'm gonna protect that like crazy. Yeah. Um, because I don't I don't want these things to completely, you know, we work too hard and we care too much. <laughs> Not too much. We care a lot. <laughs> we
1: care a whole lot. A whole lot. A whole lot. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I guess um that'll do it for this episode. Uh, it's been quite a June. Um, some ups, a lot of downs, but yeah, everyone keep your head up. Everyone just know that things will
0: be okay. Things will be okay. Go do something nice for somebody. Go yeah. move on that project to save the planet or yeah, create a business that like helps disenfranchised people, whatever, whatever you're calling it. Go <laughs> do it. Go go go.
1: I hope everyone had a, you know, all our LGBTQ I a friends have had a great Pride Month. Um, yes, in your local Pride um, celebrations, hope everyone's staying safe.
0: BT Dub, okay, there's another. <laughs> <laughs> We've been working so hard on getting guests. Everyone's really busy. I think summer's just like everyone's out of town, yeah, yeah, yeah. including us. Well, me, everyone's <laughs> like, just like get out of here. Um, but just because Pride's over, um, we do really want to talk about this topic. I, I really do. Um, it's something that. We all have our different connections with with LGBTQIA. Did you say
1: there's 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 always more. Yeah, we yeah. I'm gonna I'm
0: yeah. gonna keep it old school with LGBTQ <laughs> um, community and especially in the Asian American community. And I think it's worth discussing. And we have a lot of really amazing, bright, charismatic people who have Friends, stories yeah. to to tell. And you know. Um, we we would love to talk about this on on air with everybody so um fyi that is coming up even if pride month is over we still want to want to chat it up we have have so many things to talk about (laughs)
1: um yeah that would be a a talk for a future episode for sure yeah um but on that note we're gonna call it for this episode of the collab cast um this has been episode 126 um
0: in summer.
1: For those of you who want to send us an email. <laughs> he
0: just um, with any like, comments he's talking right past he's like, hey, you like, that didn't can happen.
1: Always email us at sorry, I'm just talking all over you. Um I'm Olaf. Podcast at collaboration.org is how you can reach us. You can also subscribe <laughs> to us and share us on um, Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, and Radio Public. Um and what else? What else?
0: Wherever else you can get podcasts. We, we um, podcast FYI, and this will probably be in the announcements, just want to double down that we have our collaboration events coming up. Yeah. And um, this is time where we we gear up and do our city showcases leading up to Collaboration Star. Yeah. I kind of want to take, like, next episode, we'll, we'll go a little bit in depth about how we're evolving in that realm <laughs> because we, we always make these changes. We don't really, like, publicize it that yeah.
1: much. Yeah. For those of you in San Francisco, um, Chicago, and L.A., And Houston, you guys have shows coming up in the month of July and early August, so um, please check out your local collaboration teams for more info. And thanks again to St. Lennox for use of his music for our intro and outro this month.
0: Shout out to Andy. Yeah,
1: he's been busy this. this he's been month busy. Too. He's yeah. performing
0: a lot. <laughs> and South by Southwest application started today. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: be on the lookout for this year's uh, panel picker. We're gonna bring Asian America back to South by Southwest,
0: and we're gonna bring awesome people to do it. <laughs> we're just the organizers, not just. We are the organizers, and we yeah. get to help bring some color.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you all next week.
0: Bye, guys. Goodbye, my Back up the siege of my back to the rim with everything.